Hi, and welcome back to Healing Quest, your healthy lifestyle show. I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenhorst. Our focus here is the world of natural health and the expanding array of options to help us all achieve optimum well-being. Well, as wonderful as this time of year can be with all of the holiday festivities, it can also be a very stressful time for many people. Dealing with that stress can be very, very challenging, and our next guest has an approach to dealing with it that we want you to know about. Dr. Norman Rosenthal is a renowned psychiatrist and researcher, and he's the author of a book entitled Poetry Rx, How 50 Inspiring Poems Can Heal and Bring Joy to Your Life. And I think all of us stand a little healing and a little more joy in our life. And so Dr. Rosenthal is joining us now to discuss how poetry can help all of us handle the stresses of this time of year and, um, and have more joy in our life. Dr. Rosenthal, welcome back to Healing Quest. So good to be here. Oh, good to have you with us. So why is this time of year so psychologically challenging for so many people? There are so many reasons. You know, one reason is that people are trying to do, put their best foot forward and prepare for the holidays and make a terrific spread and be jolly, even if they're not feeling jolly because you're supposed to be jolly and dealing with the shortening days. And also one possibility is that there is some loss that's happened since the last Christmas, Thanksgiving, whatever, and that it brings to mind maybe people who aren't here, who you wish were here. And so all these are challenges that we as humans are being asked to deal with in order to make the holidays a joyful time. Right. And I think, you know, for, for a lot of us, uh, the last couple of years, the holidays haven't been the same. It, Absolutely. We haven't been able to travel, be with loved ones. Right. And even and, now, you know, the data are up and down. Now it's all right. Now it's not so all right. So right. it's a time of uncertainty. Certainly it is a time of uncertainty. <laughs> so I think that, that is, that is for sure. And, uh, so, uh, so how can poetry help people who are having a difficult time around the holidays? Well, I think that poetry, different poems help people in different circumstances. Uh, I was impressed when one time a very cultured friend of mine called me late at night, talking to me about a loss he had had. He'd lost somebody very dear to him. And he said, how will I manage? How will I cope? And I said to him, you know, I thought of a bunch of cliches I could give him, but he, he deserved more than that. I said, you know, losing is an art. And like any other art, it can be developed. And he said, well, have you heard that poem? I said, no, which one? He said, one art by Elizabeth Bishop. Let me read it to you. And so he read, the art of losing isn't hard to master. So many things seem filled with the intent to be lost that their loss is no disaster. Lose something every day, accept the fluster of lost door keys, the hour badly spent. The art of losing isn't hard to master. Then practice losing farther, losing faster. Places and names and where it was you meant to travel. None of these will bring disaster. I lost my mother's watch and look, 
my last or next to last of three loved houses went. The art of losing isn't hard to master. I lost two cities, lovely ones, and vaster. Some realms I owned, two rivers, a continent. I missed them, but it wasn't a disaster. Even losing you, the joking voice, a gesture I love, I shan't have lied. It's evident. The art of losing's not too hard to master, though it may look like, write it like disaster. Wow. And at the end of the reading, I don't know how you all felt, but I felt my spirit lift. Like, I can manage this. And he felt better as well. And I thought, wow, this is amazing. A poem can help a person who's grieving. And that started me on this journey. Well, that's a wonderful place to start. And, and uh, especially for, for you to, to hear a new poem that you didn't know about. And it is, I believe, the first poem in your book. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that, that... There, are, there are 50 poems that can heal, inspire, and bring joy. I, I love that. Well, I think I've said this before um, because we've been fortunate enough to have you on the show before. It's on my nightstand. And, you know, and first of all, I also really, really enjoy the fact that um, you talk a little bit about the, 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 the poet and a little uh, about their life. And it gives you a little bit of history about why they might have written a particular poem or, or just who they were. And I, I find that really fascinating as well so um i uh again thank you thank you for for writing this book um and i think that it would be be a wonderful uh, holiday gift or anyone you know that's my hope that it's a holiday time and people are dealing with all kinds of emotions some are joyful but some not so much and you know there's a poem for every mood and every occasion and so i think uh, you know it's and you can read just one or two you can come mm-hmm. back to it <laughs> as you say it's the biggest compliment to me to hear that it's on your nightstand <laughs> because that means people want it as a resource close at hand and that's what my hope was for the book and in that regard it feels very ha- satisfying and happy if you're just joining us, I'm Roy Walkenhorst. And I'm Judy Brooks, and you're listening to Healing Quest. And we're speaking with Dr. Norman Rosenthal about how poetry can help deal with the stresses that can be so challenging at this time of year. Now, I understand that your Poetry Rx book has just been released as an audiobook. So tell us about that format uh, for your material. It sounds like this, this book was written to be an audiobook. Right. Well, I was very lucky. I got... Uh, two outstanding voice actors, a man and a woman. And the man read the poems written by men and the woman, the poems written by women. And um, they're wonderful. And I just love listening to them. And they interpret the poems in their own way, as we all do. And I think nowadays, you know, people are so busy that they don't always have time to sit down and read a book. But I know for myself, I go walking and listening to a book while I walk. Um, you can do more than one thing at a time. And it's, it's a very nice thing to have that, uh, the audio book. So I would recommend it. Remember that 
poetry initially, when it was first discovered, invented, it was spoken, was the spoken word. Mm -hmm. the, the epics of Homer, the Odyssey, the Iliad, you know, the sun going down into the wine dark sea, or dawn with its rosy, rosy fingers came once more. Um, it was read and it has that kind of incantatory quality to it. And that is replicated uh, in the audio book when it's read to you. So the book has been out, uh, the, the, you know, the hard copy has been out, I don't know, a year now? Can that be right? No, it came out in May. Oh, May. there we so go. Just maybe not even six months yet. In that, in that time, um, I know the, the reception to it has been quite good. Has there any, been anything that's really surprised you about yeah, the reaction? Yeah, the, the thing that really was perhaps one of the most exciting things is um, the amazing um, journalist Jane Brody, who writes the mm -hmm, personal yeah. health column for the New York Times, has interviewed me a bunch of times. So I know her professionally. And I called her to say that I had this book and it was just come, it was just in a draft form. Uh, and would she uh, be interested to write an article or consider writing an article about it? And she immediately said, I, poetry doesn't do anything for me. It doesn't speak to me. Um, I said, well, would you mind if I FedEx this thing to you? No, here you FedEx it, put it here, there and everywhere, okay. And, and then, you, you know, she said, well, I can't do it for the next month or so. And then within a day, I got an email that said, change of plans. Are you free tomorrow lunchtime? <laughs> so <laughs> I will definitely make myself free. Um, and she had looked through it and she basically changed her mind. She'd called a 94-year-old friend of hers who's a poetry lover and the friend of hers had said look I open my anthology every night and I read a poem it settles me down it gives me joy it helps me with problems and you know bit by bit Jane came around to this and wrote one of the most beautiful columns that I've ever read about my work and um, that was the, one of the most joyful experiences for me. That's wonderful. That, well, I, I can imagine. <laughs> I can only imagine. And, and I'm thinking these poems, they're things of beauty. Mm -hmm. You open it up anywhere you want, you read, it's beautiful. And just the beauty alone, it needs no further justification. But then you look at what does the poem actually say? The poem we just listened to, which was that it's an art to learn how to lose and how to recover after losing and how to keep going. We all need to do that. All the people who lost people in the pandemic, mm -hmm. um, all the people who've lost jobs and friends and opportunities, it's sad, but you can keep going. It isn't a disaster in many cases is what she says, even though sometimes it really feels like a disaster, doesn't it? It, it does. And I think anything that any of us can do to ease or soothe our, our minds and our hearts during this time, it's a place, it's a place that takes you deep, 
takes you deep into yourself when you're reading poetry. And uh, I, I just can't, I, 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 as I told you, uh, you know, we gave it to a friend of ours who we thought that it, that it would comfort. And he just has, has really fallen in love with your book too. So I'm going to suggest that anybody out there, even if you think that poetry isn't your thing, well, take it from Jane Brody. <laughs> Maybe it is, and uh, it, it would it would make a great holiday gift. And it's gonna it's on my gift giving list this year. So, how can our listeners buy the book or the audio version of it? They are both available on Amazon. Uh, the The audio is available or through Audible. Uh, the book is available in hardcover and paperback, oh, and. Uh, by all means, you know, pop onto the web and order it for your friend or for yourselves. And if you, you want will. to learn more about me, I'm, I've got a website at normanrosenthal.com. Mm -hmm. But uh, I would say just, just get the book or give the book and um, be happy at the holidays. <laughs> And be happy. Boy, that's the that's the that's a really nice note to end on today. Be happy. We've been speaking with Dr. Norman Rosenthal about his poetry, RX book, at how 50 inspiring poems can heal and bring joy to your life. You can find out more about Dr. Rosenthal's work at his website, normanrosenthal.com. Poetry well, RX. Coming up in the show next is your self-care segment, my dear. What is uh, what's on tap for us? Well, I'm going to be talking about giving the fact that we have uh, Thanksgiving coming up this uh, this uh, next week, uh, gratitude and kindness. And we're also going to end the show with a song from uh, Olivia Newton-John, who uh, has a beautiful song on, on uh, gratitude that I think you'll all enjoy. And also, uh, that, so that's what I have coming up. Maybe I'm going to throw in, I'm going to sprinkle it with a little kindness, too. <laughs> I'm Roy Walkenhorst. And I'm Judy Brooks, and you're listening to Healing Quest on iHeartRadio. Healing Quest is brought to you by Clearlight Infrared, makers of jacuzzi saunas whose infrared heating technology penetrates deep to boost the immune system, increase blood flow, reduce stress, and detox naturally. You can learn more about jacuzzi saunas at infraredsaunas.com. That's infraredsaunas.com. And use the promo code HEALINGQUEST. Or you can call Clearlight at 1-800-798-1779. That's 1-800-798-1779.